Thank you very much. The home teams will be drawn by Mr Ernest Brown, the Chairman of the Challenge Cup Committee, and the away teams by Mr Bert Millerchip, the Chairman of the Football Association. Number 14. Crystal Palace. Number 3. We'll play Rochdale. Hello and welcome along to the first episode of Blue Velvet Bag. It's a football manager podcast named, after what you've probably just heard, the classic televised uh, 80s and early 90s cup draws, something that I used to enjoy, um, and randomly I just decided that's what it would be called. What is it? Well, I'm a middle-aged guy who plays a lot of football manager. Due to my job, I have a lot of downtime, so I don't work every day of the week. Um, I work a lot of weekends, so I tend to play quite a bit of football manager. Um, I have two dogs and when I walk the dogs two or three times a day I listen to a lot of football manager podcasts and one thing I always enjoy is listening about people's saves um, and there was one save a couple of years ago by a guy called FM Heathen and he went through and he spoke about his save and that's all his podcast was and I really enjoyed it um, and then since then I've not seen anybody else really do it and I just thought maybe there's other people out there who just like to use their own imagination and get involved in somebody else's save without being able to see it on stills or without being able to see a video and just listen along while they're washing up, washing the car, like me, stuck in traffic. Um, and if nobody listens, nobody listens. If they do, they do. Um, and that's why we're doing it. Um, and how are we going to do it? Well, I tend to pick a small club in a small nation normally and I get very sentimental about that club and the players and I very very rarely leave that club for the duration of the save so I don't want to do that I'm going to try my best not to do that so we're going to do something that I haven't done before it's going to be a journeyman save um, we're going to add quite a few leagues maybe 10 the big 5 so England, France, Spain, Germany, Italy will be view only um, because I don't really want to start in those leagues but I will add a selection of other leagues from around Europe and then we will just play the game and I will talk through if any job offers come in and where they come from and what my thinking is and there'll be breaks in between obviously um, if you don't want to listen to me just breathing looking at scouting reports um, and then we'll just try and make it interesting for maybe 20 minutes an episode I'll try and record say five episodes and then release them all at once and see if it's something that people enjoy if not then to be honest I'd be sat here talking to myself anyway playing so this way it's just firing it out there in case somebody like me is wanting something new to listen to Number five. Reading or Newcastle United? Number eight. We'll play Manchester United. Okay, so we've added the leagues, like we said we would, uh, and started the game. The leagues we went for in the end were the big five, um, as a view only. And then we've added to it uh, Austria, Belarus, Bulgaria, Croatia, Czech Republic, Finland... Greece, Holland, Hungary, Iceland, Poland. Sorry if this sounds like I'm reading, but I'm actually trying to work out which country the little flags are, and it's not my strongest point. Um, Serbia, Slovakia, Slovenia. Yeah, so it's quite a lot of leagues there. Um, but we need to cast our net probably quite far to get a decent job. Um, we've then created a manager. Uh, the manager we've created is a, an American guy called Bob Cow. Um, from Dallas, Texas. Um, why have we done that? Well, I just I wanted somebody who wasn't assigned or um, linked to any of the nations we could possibly manage in, um, so then we don't get targeted by that country's media. 
Um, I don't know what happens where it where it bases your manager. So sometimes you'll get questions saying, "Do you want to manage abroad?" But because we've only loaded European leagues up, I presume it just thinks we're in Europe. Um, we've given him the lowest ratings you can you can have. So Sunday League manager and um, the bottom of the other badges. So he has ratings of one for everything. I think apart from. Um, fitness, uh, the extra points you get added to fitness, so we don't need a fitness coach, whatever club we turn up at. Um, yeah, so let's see what jobs are available on day one, because um, obviously there's always some people out of work. There are eight, eight club jobs available on day one. Um, the majority of them are in Eastern Europe. Um, there's a couple in Holland, um, Fortuna Sittard in the Eredivisie, but Obviously, they wouldn't come near us, and Dordrecht in the second tier in Holland. So, maybe, maybe. Um, Ludogrets is another team in the top flight in Bulgaria that I really don't think would come anywhere near a, an unproven American, given that they have real potential to become a Eastern European powerhouse, if managed in the correct way. In fact, that's kind of the next level club we want to aim for you know if we can do well at our first club then try and jump to a, a larger club like that who have potential then to, to get into Europe and, and grow um, so we won't be applying for the Ludogrets or the Fortuna Sitar job first up uh, next on the list Nefto Chimic they're a, a Bulgarian second tier side tipped to finish 16th of 16 Um I'm probably going to swerve that as well, just because that is a proper long-term club turnaround job, and I don't want to get involved in that straight away. I know what I'm like. If I was to go to Nefto, and after a couple of years get promoted, and I, I, I get an attachment to a football club and a bunch of players, I wouldn't want to leave. Um, and I do want to try and get around a few countries in this save, because it's not something I've ever done before. So I'm not going to go for that. And then next we have Triglav Krange. And they are second tier in Slovenia. Um, well, actually tipped to finish second of 16 in that league, so they're a good, solid club. Um, they're playing uh, Burgundy, so it's a bit like they're playing basically Torino strip home and away, white away, Burgundy at home. The ground looks decent, holds 2,000 grass pitch. Uh, training facilities are average, youth facilities average, finances okay, one star reputation. Yeah, they, they look like a, a pretty solid option, to be honest. They've already got five loans in, though, so that's something we won't be able to use. Um, they play at the Stanko Malaka Stadium in northern Slovenia. Let's just put that into Google Maps. Bit of a, a throwback to Jim G, RIP, and his stadium visits. So they are, yeah, northwestern Slovenia. Uh, very close to the Austrian border and Graz actually is the other side of the border that's decent so yeah that's a potential I think we probably will apply for Triglav I don't know if we've got much chance of getting it given the finish tip to finish second but it looks like a pretty solid club so let's let's uh, apply for Triglav and then the other option is PFK Montana and they're tipped to finish 12th in the top flight of Bulgaria. Hmm, nah, are we really going to get a top flight job? Probably not. 
Bert. PFK Montana, EF Bert. So the tip to finish 13th of 14 teams in that top flight. So, yeah, yeah. Training facilities two and a half stars, your facilities two and a half stars. D eight thousand seat stadium looks decent. Where whereabouts in Bulgaria is Club Montana. Club Montana is whereabouts the northwest of Bulgaria. And the stadium's right on the side of the Augusta Reservoir for anybody who cares about that type of thing. <laughs> Um, strip, or oh, they're playing a lovely uh, Croatian blue white bit of red check shirt, which is always a plus point. A nice strip, fairly solid squad, though. I mean, it is top tier, so I mean, there's not much chance of getting it, but I am going to add them to the list of potentials to apply for. So we've got PFK Montana, Triglav Crange. We're going to apply for both those on this first day of the window um, and then we'll progress a little bit and we'll see if there's any interest from either of those clubs or if another job becomes available. Number nine, Blackpool. Number 15, we'll play Arsenal or Queen's Park Rangers. So we've now progressed to the 10th of August, still out of work, um, within 48 hours of applying for the uh, Montana job. They got back to me to say um, thanks, but no thanks. They haven't actually appointed anybody, um, but they just thought that we were vastly underqualified to even apply for the job. Um, the Islock job isn't available, but we've been asked twice now about their under-pressure manager. Um, so I actually went to watch them play. They're uh, in Belarus. They're currently 11th of 16 um, after 19 games in their season. They were tipped to finish 7th though, so I thought, well, you know, that's a pretty strong squad that we could turn around. So I went to watch them play and they won 3-1. Um, so that job probably isn't going to come available. Um, but you never know. Uh, Volna Pinsk manager was also under threat. Um but I'm not going to watch them after what happened at Islock. And I also think that they're probably a little too highly rated to even speak to us. Uh, then on the 3rd of August, uh, Triglav, the job that I quite fancied uh, when we were last on, got in contact to say, no, thank you. So that's uh, two from two we are on rejections. Uh, there is another job that's become available, and that is uh, Hebar or Hebar. H-E-B-A-R, and they are in the second tier in Bulgaria. Um, their season starts in a few days' time, so they've not actually played any games yet. Um, they play at the Georgi Benkovsky Stadium, which holds 13,000 people. Um, so I've had a quick look on Google Maps, and it's actually smack across the road from the Pazadzik uh, prison, uh, which is in the city of Pazadzik, um, surprisingly. Uh, the city is smacking between Plovdiv and Sofia. So you've got two big local rivals that probably hoover up the best talent. Uh, but it looks a, a pretty solid club. They've got no lone players in. Um, the value of players in that league is pretty low. The highest value of player they have is only £14,000. Home shirt playing a lovely two shades of green. Um, 
and the stadium's about four hours from the JNC. <laughs> I, I had a look on maps, and the prison across the road from the stadium is a very World War Two prison of war camp. I mean, the smash windows, the high barbed wire, um, but they can probably hear the crowd on uh, home home games, which is a, a strange fact. Um, but I do, I do quite fancy it. So a hay bar in Bulgaria. I've applied and uh, I'm now waiting to find out if, if they'll speak to me. So another job that is, it wasn't available but it is now, is FC Gorodea. They are in the Belarusian top flight. They are currently 15th of 16. Um, three points adrift after 21 games played. So there's still, my math is terrible, but I think there's still 11 games left to play. So it's a proper relegation fight. They've only won four games all season. Now their manager it said was under pressure. Now I was a bit I was a bit of a git and I said that if they wanted to look um at going in a different way then I would be interested in to speak to them. Thinking that obviously they wouldn't. Um I then got a message saying um the Gorodea fans want Bob Cow. They see him as their number one target, which I was like, oh, okay. And then the next message, uh, Rodusko sacked by Gorodea. Um, so that job is now available and I am going to apply for it. Let's go and see where Gorodea are in Belarus. Um, so they are pretty just west of central. Um, Minsk, the capital, isn't too far away. Um, to the northeast is the Lithuanian border and to the east is the Polish border and just to the south actually is the Ukrainian border so they really are I mean Belarus is landlocked as it is but yeah that's quite interesting actually I do like the idea of taking over a side in a relegation scrap with so few games left I mean they're probably not even going to get an interview they're a top flight club and we are very underqualified but I have clicked apply for jobs, so we're now in for two jobs. We're in for the Haybar job and we're in for the Gorodea job. Um, let's see if we get anything back. Number 13, Oldham Athletic. Number 10, versus Everton. So it's the 25th of August in-game, quarter past nine in the morning, and we've been offered the Haybar job. It's a job that... I actually really wanted. Um, they are currently second in their league after four games. Won three, drawn one. They were tipped to finish fourth overall, so they are a strong team, which means that promotion would, wouldn't be guaranteed, obviously, but we'd have a very good chance at getting a promotion in our first year. Um, but we have just been offered an interview at Gorodia. Now, Gorodia are the team that the press kept asking us questions about. They are 15th out of 16 in their league, which which is tough. I mean, it's the Belarusian top flight. Um, there's only eight games of the season left. And they are three points off the relegation playoff spot and five points off actual safety. Um, I mean, you'd take that relegation playoff spot if it was given to you. But I do like the idea of jumping in now at this point in a game with so few games left to play but I mean do you really want to start a save with a relegation after just 8 games would you keep your job 
that's the question would you even keep the job or would they get rid of you so your first job on the game you'll have been eight games in and fired or you keep them up i mean do you get do you get merit points on fm for keeping a side up like that or are you just doing it for your own sense of worth you know because it would be a great achievement for you personally, but the actual game might not even recognise it. Whereas if you go to Haybar and you get promoted, then you get those points in the bank and it helps build on for another club and a bigger move. I suppose it's that. It's long-term thinking or short-term thinking. Hmm. Anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to delay taking the Haybar job and I'm going to do this interview for Gorodia. Um, we'll do it now and then we'll see if they come and even ask us that question because if they don't ask us that question within a week then we're going to take the hair bar job and we're going to move on and we're going to manage them but we're going to give it seven days in game and see what happens number one Bristol City number 12 we'll play Millwall or Cambridge United Okay, so we're on the 14th of September, um, which is two weeks since we were first offered the Haybar job. We delayed it not one week, but twice, just to see if FC Garodia came knocking, and they did. Uh, we did the interview, um, and they've offered us a contract for actually just over 12 months until next December. Uh, whether, if we got relegated, probably they'd take that contract back and sack us, but they are in trouble, and it's something that... I quite fancy having a go at so um, FC Grodia hire Bob Cowers manager before we take a look at the squad and the staff and the tactics we're going to be playing let's have a look at their current plight they sit 15th in a 16 team league it is the top flight in Belarus um, they have only won 5 of the 23 games they've played this season and drawn 4 games uh, being beaten on 14 occasions so it's not good um, 16th, bottom of the league, Slutsk uh, on 15 points, so 4 points below us. The team in 14th, directly above us, are Belishna Bobruisk, and they are also on 19 points. Now, they actually sit in a relegation playoff spot. How the league works is the bottom two are relegated, the third from bottom going to relegation playoff, and the fourth from bottom will be safe, and that is Smolovici. Now, Smolovici are two points better than us. And then above them, you have Slavia Mazira, but that is a five-point gap. So you, I'm guessing with only seven games left of the season, this is a three-team shootout for one safety spot, one playoff spot, one relegation spot. So it's going to be very tight. Our goals, let's see how many goals we've scored this year. So they have scored only 22 goals, so averaging... Less than a goal a game, and they've conceded 41 goals. They have a goal difference of minus 19, so our goal difference is five worse off than Belishna, and actually seven worse off than Smolovici. Looking at the fixtures, our last seven games, and the first game we're going to play at the weekend is actually against Belishna Bobrovic, that side directly above us. It's huge. It's like walking in before a cup final. Um, if we were to beat them we would jump above them by three points and because the game is against them the goal difference would swing not completely in our favour because I very much doubt we're going to stroll out three no winners but it could really give us a chance of staying up so it's a massive game so the next time we're on we will take a look at the squad 
um, we'll go through the strengths and I'm guessing a lot of weaknesses and we'll try and work out a tactic that we can potentially pick up out of seven games 21 points I mean 10 points if we could pick 10 points up from those seven games I think that would be enough given the strength of the other sides around us but who knows um, we'll also play that first game so that'll be all about the next episode if there's anybody out there thank you for listening and downloading I will put up probably three episodes given our, the plan was one season five episodes um, given we've only got seven games to play and this is the opening episode we'll probably finish this season over three episodes and then we'll see where we're at so thank you for listening and downloading there is a twitter account um, it is at blue velvet bag it has zero followers it's following zero people but i will post up there every time there is an episode released and if you liked it give us a follow send us a message and at least i know that it's not just me talking to myself in a big empty house thank you very much that concludes the draw